Hello and welcome to episode 99 of I'm Fine, and that rhymes. Yeah. What? Buster. Buster rhymes? Mm. You're going to say something? No. I hadn't okay, realised well, it was 99. <laughs> I hadn't realised it was 99. Had you not? Nope. It comes after 98 mm. and is one before 100. Mm. It's a chat around the subjects of health, wealth and well-being with myself, Damo, and my freshly sheared mate, Mark. Your haircut is fresh. Don't look at me like you've not had a haircut. Yeah, a while ago, I think. Yeah, they don't know that, do they? Okay. It's called <laughs> yes, content, I Mark. It, I just had it done today. You Thank look you. fresh. It's sick. It's sharp. Thank it's bang you. tidy. Oh, I forgot. Look... I recorded some of the... Um, <laughs> I forgot this completely. I put my voice recorder on while I was having my haircut. Oh, you record some of yeah, Vin- Vincenzo? Yeah, I completely forgot I did that. Yeah. Or Vincenzo, oh, the three word, his three-word mate? Yes. Yeah, I probably won't play it, but I can remember some of the highlights. Oh, you just gonna, even if you just annotate them and just bring them here and talk about them, that'd be good. Mm. Is there any, any pearls in there? His view on vegan. Right. Align with yours, did it? Yeah, I think he's... What, a red-blooded Italian? <laughs> right. What was his... I think, probably, I think it's a good guess, isn't it? I think he's going yeah, to not be a vegan. I right? think his best three were, because he was basically the person, as we've said in past podcasts, past podcast to introduce that three words thing that they're now using for geographical um locations oh, yeah, yeah 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 well, oh, he, he didn't invent that did he, he did it for conversations <laughs> and at one stage we're talking about vegans he just looked at me in the mirror and went what no cheese <laughs> what like, no cheese brilliant and it's like a sort of <laughs> if you want an ex- a reason not to be vegan yeah he went they don't bloody eat it well, i was four actually so he was getting expansive <laughs> But yeah, he couldn't get over that. Right. He went, none. And I went, no, they don't have any cheese. He'll just never get it. No. But no. he can understand the animals a bit, but, yeah. but the cheese is like, yeah. it's not a living thing. That's sacred, isn't it, to the Ita- Italians? Oh, careful, yeah. What? <laughs> I said Italians, Mark. I thought just some lazy racism. What do you mean lazy? If I'm going to be racist. We had some racism. It's not going to be lazy. At the football did you? Mm. Oh, because you went to the Rovers game, mm. didn't you? Congratulations to thank Bristol you. Rovers. What do you mean, thank you? Like you had anything to do with it? <laughs> I, did you my, I did my bit. <laughs> it's not your team. Well, it's not, you're not the manager. I, if, if you were Joey Barton sat here, I'd, you'd, I'd be fair If play. I'd hit the guy I was going to hit, the match what? might have been taken a different... Oh, you hit so, oh what racist boy i lost my reg. Uh, my wise mind lost went. your reggae what no 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 <laughs> lost your what i lost my regulation oh i i regressed to a younger me right and i'm there we turned into a thug i'm there with my tight t-shirt going then go on then come over the netting yeah you know how football come and have a go do, if you think they? you're hard enough we're like five meters apart there's a small bit of nylon netting between us but we're both oh, yeah. going, there's no way we could cross that to have a fight obviously <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> it's like moses parting the red sea it's <laughs> we that, that yeah, nylon and a, a marshal looking the wrong way yeah and um no someone so what game was this what game was this this was the someone game. called you old someone shouted a factual game. <laughs> i went define your terms you bastard <laughs> <laughs> relative to what yeah no it just it was a really old. is that the best you could do i punched someone at football once when they called me old when was this oh. when you were younger no a few years ago not many years <laughs> ago in my 50s right you I actually just... hit them yeah right we had a full did they sk- get up we had... well <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll, I'll give a longer description of oh, the match. Let's, let's go for it. So I played in um, a six-a-side league 
on Thursday nights yeah. uh, with a guy who was a captain called Scott. Scott was... Oh, Scott. I'd play football with Scott. Yeah. Yeah. He's an absolute... Or, or Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beam me up. Yeah, he's, um, he's got a temper on him. Yeah, mm. might not be the same one. But anyway... It's definitely the same so one. So Scott was tall, good-looking, charming, but could turn on a sixpence, not just with the ball, but also in moods. Mm. We had three or four other players who were ex-sort of half-decent level. Because he was like, wasn't he... Uh, semi-pro yeah scott do you do why, do you why are you looking scott? at why do you look at me yeah, like actually... how do we know each other mark oh yeah through football, <laughs> through football. yeah through... yeah he yeah. played for bar city but warmly yeah yeah the, the thursday night was the warmly one wasn't oh, it yeah. we play on the monday night jesus yeah so you came to a couple Forgotten of the thursday ones didn't you yeah i got drafted in because yeah. they were clearly desperate, desperate. <laughs> to get me in honestly before I go about the, the, the fight, which was actually, I think it was reported as a riot by the Evening Post. Um, <laughs> the best one we ever had, we were, we were a real ragbag team. So we were either playing teams of 20-somethings who fancied themselves, played on the weekend and yeah. were pretty decent. Or absolute no-hopers who just came along to, to, to escape their partners on a Thursday night. Yeah, right, thanks. <laughs> There's no need to get so personal. And um, so we were somewhere in the middle. And the, there was the, the most famous night in our history was we, um, they did the cup competition all on one night. Right. And so it would start off with whatever, it was 32 teams. And you go all the way and you play the final at the, the end of the night. So it was like game, 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 game. Yeah. So we started the first game and I think we won three or four nil and went into the second round. And... Um, in the second round, I think we won 1-0. We got into probably the quarterfinals at this stage and a guy called Lee came over and he went, oh, didn't really know how to break this to you, Scotty. And Scott goes, oh, what's up, mate? He went, oh, got a haircut booked. And Scott goes, what do you mean? He went, didn't think we'd get to the quarterfinals. <laughs> and Scott went, yeah, what, been... what? and she, he said, oh, like she's coming around to my house. I can't. So we're in the middle of a cup competition. Right. Lee got, and I didn't think I'd, we'd make it. We didn't think we'd make it. So Lee Hilarious. goes off. So we're one man short. So Scott gets on the phone and goes, there's got to be someone who can come up. We weren't so desperate to call you, but there must be someone <laughs> who can play football. <laughs> so um, they called a guy called Robbie. They said, like, Robbie, we're, we're playing football. We've got through to quarterfinals. Like, we're kicking off in about seven or eight minutes. Can you get here? And Robbie goes, well, yeah, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll get there as quickly as I can. I'm not that far away as it happens. Robbie was actually on a building site at the time, although this was evening. Right. So he turns up in steel toe cap boots and a hard hat. So we put him in goal. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and it came to penalties. And he's like saving penalties with his steel toe cap boots. Do you have his high-vis jacket on? Sorry? Do you have his high-vis jacket no, on? No, that would make it too easy for the penalty take. <laughs> he had a camo one on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's that, keeper? And, um, and then nothing actually happened after that. We... Um, we got knocked out. It'd be nice to say we went on and won the final, wouldn't, wouldn't it? We? Just yeah, but that yeah, literally lying. that was. So which which part of uh, what was it? Why did you tell that story? No, so I was just saying that was just a, what, a, a scene little, set. That was a vignette, if oh, you will. A mouche bouche was it? On the riot, <laughs> on the riot, it had been um, it had been a, a fractious match. There'd been a lot of pushing and shoving, and someone basically took Scott out from the back just went down the back of his calves really nasty Ooh. so scott turned around grabbed him by the collar and went like i've had enough and yeah. sort of 
a big push. Mm. With this, there was a crowd of four. It sounds like your police statement. Yeah. <laughs> and with this, I, I said, please stop, sir. So there was a crowd of four, which was the biggest crowd they'd had at that yeah. particular... It wasn't really a spectator sport, but these guys had brought four on. With that, the punches started flying and the crowd came on as well. The crowd of four? Yeah. Right. And I thought, this is going to get out how of many, hand. How many people six constitute aside. a riot? So, well, it's ten against six at what, this when, stage. When's a, when's a rope become a fracas? Become, <laughs> I don't know what the stages of, yeah. of riot. I predict a riot. Yeah. So, so, yeah, 16. It's That's... That's the lowest. Well, that's EU rules. Obviously, it's changed right, now. Yeah. Now we're out. Yeah, back yeah, in the it's day, gone it back was sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there were sixteen of us on the pitch, and I actually thought I'm going to be peacekeeper number one because we we're massively outnumbered. Peacekeeper. So I got this guy from behind. Excuse me. Wait. Put what, my, what, no, is this, is this no, peacekeeping? No, need, no, no, I wasn't. I was just. No you just uh, sound like you're accosting someone from behind. Held his, it doesn't sound like held his arms back. All oh, right. And went. Shut, leave it, mate. It's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leave it, Sandra. <laughs> it was a very open league, and um, Colin was in goal. And uh, so anyway, I had him held like that. And um, one of our guys came over and went, nice one, Mark. And like literally what? smashed this guy's nose thinking. What, was, nutted him? Yeah, like absolutely smashed his nose. So well, he went just thought down. you were holding him yeah. just so he could. <laughs> he you hold gonna... him, I'll lift him. <laughs> Go on, get another one. You're fast. <laughs> I'll be line, there in a minute. Line him up. <laughs> <laughs> Coconut shy. <laughs> so anyway, we ended up because we had some nutters and they were like a younger team, basically chasing them out of the school grounds. God. With, it was like a bit of a Benny Hill sketch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like fat, slow old men chasing young boys covered in blood. And um, but yeah, we got we got our well, we got our points taken away for that match. I say, should disgusting behaviour. Yeah, and a, and a, we had a strict talking with too. What well. about the other? What about the other team? Yeah, they did, did they as get well. Punished? Oh, good. So in some ways, there weren't any winners or losers yeah. except football. Football lost on that <laughs> day. Is that right? Yeah, it's a bit like Billy Bremner and Norman Hunter. That fight. God, you're so fight. old. <laughs> you don't help yourself, do you? I was just that telling, you, you were telling this story down at Rovers and someone went, oh, you're so old. <laughs> Billy Brown, no. It's the first colour match I'd seen. I was just telling you in the kitchen about the chart, though, wasn't I? That back in the day on the radio. Yeah, that was re- yeah, yeah, that's good. Tell tell our lovely listeners about this. Basically, they might not know. Basically, when football's introduced on the radio, it's the commentary. The BBC created... Um, they divided the pitch into, well, like you were saying, like battleships. Yeah, but how, how many, can you remember how many squares? I don't know, I would guess it would be probably, I'm thinking sort of 16 by 8, something like that, thinking about the, so you had letters down one side and numbers down in the other, and the commentator would then say where the ball was, or the person that had the ball, I've got and it, where yeah. they were kicking it to. You got it? Yeah. Thank God it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's under a website called Vaguely Interesting. <laughs> you must know it, Mark. <laughs> I was chucked off it. <laughs> you got too, 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 <laughs> too interesting. <laughs> you got things a bit too spicy for in them. Fact, in fact, if Joe Rogan goes interesting a lot, what just before he says some? No, if someone says something. It's I. I'm going oh, and he to, goes interesting. Yeah, right, does he? I really like that because it, it makes people go, "Oh, am I?" Yeah. Mm. You think? Um. Yeah, uh, so I'm just kind of flicking through this. January 22nd, 1927, from a wooden hut that largely resembled a garden shed, the first ever commentary of a league football match was broadcast. 
Surprised I can remember. Must have been eighty six. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Division One clash between Arsenal and the Blades. Who are they? Chef- Sheffield? Sheffield United. Sheffield because United. Of the steel industry. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's why Sheffield Wednesday are called the Owls. Because the well-known Oh, because they used to make owls up there, <laughs> yeah. did they? Owl factory. Uh, the match played at the Gunners' previous ground, Highbury. Oh, mm-hmm. there's lots of information here. Mm-hmm. Why are they called the Gunners, Mark? Why are Arsenal called the Gunners? For obvious reasons. Well, uh, Arsenal means a storage of weapons. Thank you. A lot of people who are up their own arse call them the Arsenal, don't they? That's the other thing. But they're not yeah. the Arsenal. Not the Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, yeah. careful what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I've seen the picture, but the website doesn't mention the. You thing. got it. Yeah. Well, it exists <laughs> anyway. Been, it's been divided into eight. Okay. So okay. I guess they'd say so and so is now passed the ball into six. So or so and so is, you know, running down the wing on three, running into one. So it's just progression you know I mean? along the pitch then. I think so. Yeah. It wasn't anything more detailed, but. You know, spot the ball. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Spot the ball wasn't a picture that had had the ball erased. It was a picture and a team of experts decided where the ball would be. <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? Well, but, so, but it was so a, it was a betting medium. You had a picture, black and white picture of like three footballers jumping in the air as if they were heading a ball. Oh, did they just take it down the park or something? No, it was from a proper match, but it didn't necessarily have, have the ball, ball in, in it. it. Or even if it well, did. Well, no, if it did, if, if, there it is. <laughs> Yeah, so they removed the ball. I guess. I'll say they did it in some examples. Yeah, there might have been a ball there, but I guess if there was a ball there, then everyone. Yeah, so it's not actually where the ball was. It's where where experts think it is. Does that make it more? Well, it makes it that you could less predictable. Yeah, because if you'd seen the picture or been to the match or (laughs) taken the photo, it's all becoming very obvious now. Saying it, but also there was no restriction on the size of the crosses. You could be there. Oh, is that like, right? You could cover 100, 100 no, square. Yeah, I used to do it from... Well, it wasn't. It was just no, it's like... No, it's where it crossed, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Not, but my <laughs> grand would, would buy 240 crosses for like... What about if you got a... Oh, and I'd be there, 240. Oh, yeah. And you'd cover the whole pitch and you're going, how on earth Yeah. does and someone so sit down? I have to go through all those. Yeah, not that one. Not they, did, that. they couldn't have done They didn't. No, of course no. they didn't. So, see, so gambling is a con. Is that what you're saying? It was the worst odds of any betting thing because yeah. it was just like it was well, is that it had they, to be made up didn't do you know it? you know the car com- the car companies that you know raffle off cars at the airport yeah that's i don't know whether it still is but it used to be based on spot the ball mm-hmm. so maybe that <laughs> maybe that's why when you've got a you know hundred thousand pound supercar let's get the one the most difficult or the, yeah. the highest odds right yeah. or the longest odds whatever the term would be but when that. you think when some people are doing it with pencil prisoners probably with crayons do you know what i mean it's like there's, if there's no uniform cross yeah it's just, it couldn't happen. Could yeah. It? It's just when no, you think about true. it, it was just... I don't think I've ever thought about it until you've... No. No. Me. We're still in the intro, Mark. Mm. Believe that. Mm. Um, well, we've had bants, haven't we? What are we? We're all work in progress, and this podcast isn't... Can't keep up. And this podcast is no exception. In short, it's spoken our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this... <sighs> that work here is done. You can follow us on Instagram at I'm Finecast and search for all our episodes uh, by category and tag at our website, ironfinecast.com, and feel free to drop us an email at ironfinecast. Was that you whistling? No, it's a dog barking. All right. Um, and drop us an email at ironfinecast at gmail.com. I did an invisible dog whistle. Not invisible. Inaudible. Yeah. Did That's you? That's why it barked. Yeah. Right. In fact, if you're, you talk- okay? yeah, if you're talking about jibber-jabber, <laughs> have you heard Michael Gove this morning? No. What can, he? can we put this, this on if I find it? I, um... Yeah. Okay. 
I think this is going to have some bearing later on with the stuff we're going to talk about, the sort of how come. So one of my early how comes on this is how come that, that people who are telling us what to do and ruling our lives and running our lives can be such twats like that's the how come of the day so michael gove <laughs> we're gonna be here for weeks michael michael gove and boris johnson had like a to-do didn't they back in the day and they were stabbing each other in the back to try and be yeah. leader yeah and then, oh, then yes, when boris the johnson thing. it's like keep your enemies closer sort mm. of thing so boris johnson then brought michael gove in and he's mm. now head of leveling up <laughs> <laughs> well, it's thing that he's going to do concrete floors and yeah. with the spirit level and go, yeah, you're right. So he was on BBC basically to talk about the fact that this country is like got rampant inflation and everything's out of control. Right. And we've just signed up to the World Health Organ. I'm going to come to that in a minute. So, oh, the WHO. Yeah. So I'm just going to give, this is Michael Govan, so say one of the most serious and senior. Just a sec. So this is on Breakfast TV. But that doesn't amount to an emergency budget, um, which is what uh, uh, some people immediately thought that it did. Uh, It is an example of some commentators chasing their own tails uh, and trying to take a statement that is commonsensical, turning it into uh, a major capital letters, a big news story. um, And in fact, when the Treasury quite rightly say, calm down then um, people, um, uh, uh, instead of recognising that they've overinflated the story in the first place. I mean, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Harry Enfield reference. Harry Enfield. To, to the Scousers, right? To the Scousers, yeah. And, and Brookside, RIP. Yeah. But I was thinking, firstly, he had a little bit of an American before that, and then just a stupid zippy from I mean, fucking it... Rainbow Voice. <laughs> oh, but... now, George. <laughs> But I was just thinking, say he'd sort of got into Jamaican Patwa halfway <laughs> he through. Done, he would have had the full set. But, yeah. but also, but, if you watch that, I was kind of, couldn't see it all, but he looked like he couldn't even sit still either. Is that was, guy on something? Yeah. Because I've seen other clips, actually, of him in... He does take cocaine, doesn't he? Is that right? Yeah. Because I've seen pictures of him just stood there in a, in a busy house, house of commons, gurning his face yes. off. Yeah. Footage of him just totally eating his own face. Yes. I mean, it's extraordinary. Unless yeah. he's had a really hot curry for lunch. It could only be other, one other thing, right? But to try and imitate a, a sort of 1990s sitcom yeah. character. That was Even the newsreader the... was like looking around going, is this guy for real? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Okay, so we're going to, yeah, we are going to come to your... I haven't kind of got to this bit yet, but we are going to we're going to cover in this. Look at this episode. What my my script's all over the place. I was going to say, how come a masturbation special? <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Okay. Um, Ten uh, top tips. Do, do <laughs> um, a very quick thing. Yeah. This is episode ninety nine. Yeah. Which remind me of what does it remind you of? A ninety nine. A flake. Yes. And we covered that. Did we? Yeah. And what? Did we? Yeah. We, uh, we did we? Did we cover where the ninety nine name for the flake had come from? Um, it was originally called a sixty nine, but they thought that was too much of a mouthful. <laughs> Mark, what's wrong with you tonight? It's like a Morecambe Wise special, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Not the Morecambe Wise, I remember. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they def- were they were the edgier of the of, of them and the two Ronnies, admittedly, think- but they were never quite that risque. No, I think two Ronnies were risque. <laughs> they went a bit Benny Hill, didn't they? The two Ronnies. What, Benny Hill? Yeah, big, big boobs they? and stockings. Yeah, 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 they did. Oh, uh, right. No, we have covered this. It's 
where somebody lived. We covered it in a pod. Oh, yeah. And then we found out there was a shortage of 99 flakes because they're made in a different (laughs) factory to the flakes. We've covered some stuff, haven't we? Okay, well, there goes that bit of content then. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's one bit of homework you did. Let's get on to your kind of, you know, the masturbation special then, Mark. (laughs) While we're at it. Uh, Where do you want to start? WHO? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to start with that. Because I walked into training on Tuesday. By the way, I can't train tomorrow morning. I've got to take my van to the MOT. Does that does that mess you up? Bit of personal admin on on the podcast. You look at every sort of set. Are you all right? What? No, it doesn't. Are you winding me, me up? No. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know why. <laughs> I that. actually start to think. Oh God, I think I have it. No, I was just looking forward to training you tomorrow because I think the Aww. sun's going to be out. And um, well, guns out? Is it tomorrow? Sun's out. Guns out. I haven't yeah. seen I haven't seen your body for a while, Mark. It's ace. <laughs> Is it? Well, why aren't you showing me? I would. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's the old <laughs> carnival special, isn't it? Hold on, before, just before we came on the air here, mm. well, there's a mirror. We're in a different room. Mm. We're back in, our, back in my house. Mm. We're in a different room in the dining room. There's a mirror in here. I said, mm. oh, it's good for you. You're sat opposite the mirror. You're probably yeah. used to that. Mm-hmm. To which your reply was... <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> it was about 10 minutes ago. Do you not remember? No. I can't be vain. I, I was vain in the gym and oh, I ended yes. up injuring Sorry. myself. Yeah. You injured yourself. From vanity, is not, that... Not from looking in a mirror. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant to start I, with. I'd finished my set. Mm. And this is the good bit. This what, is you where, were pumped, were you? This is where, no, this is where I should have let it lie. I did a set on dumbbell bench press. And it was a good set. And the guy next to me yeah. went, as I put them down, well, threw them down, obviously. Cause You're in case, in case there wasn't someone who wasn't looking. <laughs> threw them down to create some noise. <laughs> yeah. And he went, God, fair play, mate. He said, I actually had to look twice at the number on your weight because yeah. I couldn't believe it the first time. And I was going like... And you're proper oh. old. How yeah, are you lifting yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. You get it everywhere you go. I mean, it's ageism is rife, isn't it? Yeah. Your care has done well there. So <laughs> I said, oh, thank you. And it was something I discussed with um, someone I was training with last week in terms of... And this is, this is a serious point, I think, in terms of the <laughs> the... We are occasionally. Gyms have changed because of people's perception of behavior. One of the things that came up, there was someone on TikTok who was lifting. A woman was lifting on TikTok and a man, on, she was videoing herself and a man came up and he said, oh, excuse me, how many sets have you got left? Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. And she went, I've only just started. And he said, oh, thanks and went off. And then she goes to the camera, this is my pet peeve. Yeah. And I'm going, that's a gym protocol. Yeah. Because we have to share at busy times. Also, rather than standing there and making you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. he's done the right thing on how long, basically how long are you going to be? Yeah. And if she said, I'm going to be 10 minutes, he'd go, great, I'll do another exercise and, she's and come gone, back. Oh, typically I'm getting harassed because I'm a woman in a gym, right? That's, that's what came out. Okay. What I wanted to explain was, I think it's fantastic the number of women in gyms, and I think it's fantastic that, that, that especially the... Well, most of the gyms I go to at the moment, they've like really embraced and there's a, a, a groundswell of change. So I'm 100% behind it. But back in the day, the answer to that would have been, you can step in. When I'm having my rest, you do your squats. Yeah. That's what happened. A lot of people wouldn't know that, right? No. And that's what I'm saying. It's almost what's happened is people have been going to the gym. If I... Because that, 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 that position, might sound quite alien to some people. And it kind of did to me. I think you've mentioned it before to yeah. me. Again, I guess that's kind of idea of personal space has changed very obviously very much recently. Yes. 
that yeah. a lot of people might not realize quite the tight kind of community and yeah some people go and you know are quite self remember we had uh amelia on didn't we what episode yeah. six yeah. or eight or yeah. whatever it was talking about just this wasn't it self-image and confidence yeah. in the gym yeah and i guess some people go in there quite nervous don't they yeah but there's i guess there was a time i'm sure that everyone's been nervous when they first go yes but once you're a, a gym goer i guess especially back in i guess your day <laughs> <laughs> 1900 and frozen to death right <laughs> but that's the thing isn't it you kind of is a real community yes and, yeah. And like you said, you just, because it's busy, I guess, if you're a busy gym, you've got yeah. to try and work around each other. Yeah. And you sort of go, well, we're both paying the same fee here. You don't yeah. necessarily have the right. There's no hang-ups, is there, really? It's, no. it's nice. And I think it was taken sort of a little bit out of context. And because you can hear him say it, he was very, very polite. And I thought there's one or two other things that, that are sort of happening is that I'm sometimes aware, I think I would probably watch every single person in the gym to see how they lift, to see what they're lifting, to see what their form is to see if there's new exercises. Um, there's people in the gym who I might just sort of nod to that I'm starting to get to know. But I think there is a then sort of a thin line because immediately... Well, yeah, there is. I'm, I'm, I'm immediately going, you're just watching people. Yeah. Okay, your intention, your intention, <laughs> yeah, your intentions are good, but people might feel very uncomfortable about that, men and women, right? If they're not familiar with... But, but it's a very, Cause very... Because, you, 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 you know, you're... A... <laughs> you say you're old school, but you, you know you've you've been doing this a long time. Yeah, how long have you been training? Yeah, I was trying years? to work that out. Forty, forty three years. years. Yeah. yeah. So it was interesting. You know, you've probably to... seen all flavors, haven't you? You know. Yeah, and <laughs> just deflecting, diverting very quickly. Um, I was doing that. You know, the thing, the book. Um, is it Gladwell? I think it's Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, the ten thousand hours to mm. to master something. Oh, I, yeah. I was thinking. I started lifting in nineteen seventy eight. And I'm thinking, say I do five one-hour sessions a week. Yeah. That's five hours a week. So 260 hours um, a year. Take off holidays, being pissed, being out of the country. Come down to about 230. And then I timesed it up. And I think this year I've now got to the 10,000. Congratulations. Is, yeah. Does that mean you're an expert? Except for yesterday when I was a prick instead of being an expert. So right, basically yeah. what happened, this guy had complimented me. I was really happy. Yeah. It was nice of him. I said thank you. It was, it was just a nice piece of affirmation, and I was lifting well. And I do try and, because some people know I'm a PT there. I do want to do the form properly. I don't mm -hmm. think it's right that I sort of just fling them around. Anyway, I then did another exercise, and I just thought I'm going to go back and do the top weight that there is in the gym. Oh right, yeah. Did them really well, mm -hmm. but to get them because I wasn't being spotted I wasn't with a training partner to pull them off the ground to get them mm, on yeah. my knees mm. my back is in agony so oh, I can lift them lying up. down over my head but getting them off the floor isn't yeah, a is isn't a good to, move yeah. and so yeah I'm really and it was so cross because I was thinking to myself you are doing this purely out of vanity and I just feel a bit of a prick to be honest yeah you are so there's a lesson for I you am. there's a lesson for everyone there <laughs> don't be like Mark yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's sore. Yeah. Mm. And I'm meant to be racing on Sunday. Well, we all know about your new diet. We talked about it in the last pod, didn't we? Yes. How are you going to heal like some kind of X-Man? Yes. Man, woman, person, aren't you? Yeah. Just go, whoosh, just going to heal. You just slice yourself open with a knife and just go, whoosh. <laughs> Do I mean? Like Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all thanks to your meaty diet. Yes. How's it, are you getting on on that? Anyway? Yeah, good. Yeah? Good. Yeah, everything feels good. Great. Um, I'm having... Not sick of uh, steak and egg yet? 
No, I'm having little diversions once or twice. It's also quite hard. We were just saying beforehand, I'm starting my summer camping season. So I did a camp out this week. Oh, right, yeah, um, yeah. You know, that time I went in Wales in just a sleeping bag. Mm. And slept in a hedge. Yeah, and got What's attacked by that ram. <laughs> oh, yeah. Attacked, air quotes. <laughs> I'll film it next <laughs> time. I wrestled it to the ground. Did you fuck? Then I ate it. And that's what started off your carnivore <laughs> diet, was it? That's what you um, yeah. um, perhaps for the camping season, because I'm going to do that while camping again. We were, on Tuesday, we were talking about the practicalities of, of said diet, weren't we? Yes. Kind of preparation, where you get the, where, you know, where you buy it from, where you source, uh, not source, <laughs> yeah, tomato sauce, where you, where you buy your meat from, and then how you store it, how you prep it, how you cook multiple yes. meals and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then you kind of go, it's okay when you're at home. But if you are in your camping season or going on holiday or whatever it is, there's either more prep or it, you can't do it, depending on where you go. Well, because Carnivore MD, again, we'll drop his name. Up. He's yeah. just getting quite interested because he walk, just walked into a supermarket and went, this is why everybody's unhappy, overweight and got health problems. Yes. It's because most of the stuff in here is really, really bad stuff. Yes. And there's more of that than there is the good stuff on a very simple, simple level. Well, I'm pleased you brought that up. You're welcome. The, the point I was going to say was because I had no cooking utensils, I thought I've got a few choices. I don't mm. mind eating steak raw, but I didn't particularly want to. Mm. And so when I was getting my evening meal together, trained, went into Lidl and thought, obviously, being carnivore-ish, which I'm describing it as now, because yeah. I do have odd bits of fruit. Carnivore-ish. Yeah. It's a little bit of... <laughs> A little and bit of polish, Chris, isn't Chris, it? Chris and chocolate. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, okay. Um, and so I thought, right, try and stick to what you're doing. Just because you're going camping, you don't yeah. have to undermine. You're feeling so good with this diet and, you know, don't... Mm. So yeah. I'm walking down the aisles and it was... What you just said then was really interesting in terms of choice because I'm going, okay, let's look in the fridge. And so there's quiches and I'm going, <laughs> that doesn't fit the criteria. Yeah. And then when you actually look at a quiche... Oh, you yeah, don't want to... A quiche is just a pizza in a different form, isn't it? And you know my views on pizza. <laughs> um, there was a couple of sort of sell-by sandwiches and someone was saying also, why do we eat sandwiches at lunchtime? Bread just bloats you and tires yeah. you out. It's yeah. not, why are we eating? Because it's, it's cheap as shit for the people yeah. who are making it. And again, that reminded me a little bit about the thing I said on pizzas. If you took a sandwich apart and thought, you're paying four quid. I think there's a whole Instagram account just in that, just taking food steps apart. And De deconstructing and, and people like lay their, their stuff out before they go on holiday and then take a photo of it yeah. and put it on Instagram. Yeah. Just do that with every... And you every could have guess, guess the thing, couldn't you? Guess the... <laughs> so I guess if you broke everything down and looked at them, you, you, it actually would look revolting. Yeah. Because a pizza looks lovely, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. And I've noticed one or two of the things in the shop as well, as this is a new shop just opened, that some of the lighting... The food is different when you take it out of the shop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a different colour when it yeah. comes out. So yeah. anyway, I was looking and I thought, I'm not going to have quiche. I'm not going to touch the fucking pork pies and sausage rolls and pasties mm. and all that sort of stuff. So I thought, I'm left with fish and meat. Mm. They didn't have anything. I wouldn't have sushi because of the rice and there's not enough protein in it. So I'm basically stuck. With... Yeah, but is pepperami in or out? Just because I mentioned <laughs> you the other day. No, that would be There's just not a lot of it. No. Or is it just, is it just like... Arseholes. It's more and filler than killer, and, and isn't it? Yeah. Hoof, hoof. So I was basically stuck with either having raw steak, raw eggs, because obviously I didn't have any way of cooking yeah. them. You should have gone full, full caveman. That would have been awesome, wouldn't yeah. it? 
What's that? That's outside your tent, just covered with your mouth, your face is covered in blood. Well, I found when I got Scaring to the, the campsite kids. that there was a carp pond there, so I could have actually deep dived, got a carp, and, just... and had that. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, I bought sliced beef. Oh, yeah. That was the only meat mm. that didn't have a bloody face on it or look. It wasn't re- didn't look reformed. Well, like the kids' meat. The, yeah, that teddy, the... bear, <laughs> teddy bear ham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, whoever thought that was a good idea, doesn't it? We'll get a pig, we'll reform it to look like another animal. Yeah, it's not even a pig. It's, it's a bear, isn't it? No, no, but the, the pork's you know from I mean? a pig. Is it? No. Yeah, it isn't bear ham. God, is that an exclusive? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You think you'd... Well, you just, why would you pick a bear? Is that because it's cute and you've got to encourage kids to eat meat? Mm. Yeah, was that the idea of it? You just go pig. You just then you, the circles complete, the right? Then you've you got education do. in there as well. If you were doing ham art, what else could you do? You're not going to sort of do an armadillo, are you? Right. <laughs> or you could do a series. You could collect them like football <laughs> cards. <laughs> collect ham and have it in a collector annual with like a stay fresh pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to see. Put it in your book and then seal it. <laughs> yes. I want a gecko. <laughs> Fuck off and eat the dog. So. So anyway, yeah, so I just took 10 slices of beef. Mm. And Isn't this the start of your how come? Yes. Beautifully so that, done, Mark. So the how come on this was how come that when I was trying to find what I'm calling raw food, which is mm. Paul Saladino, Carnivore MD's yeah. real name, there wasn't food as in its purest, rawest form, besides eggs and one yeah. or two bits of meat. Well, because you're in a convenience store, right? You're but, not, you, it doesn't have a butcher, it doesn't have a butcher... A butcher's counter or anything like that, does it? No, but how come? Awesome. How Because co- they've also got rid of all the things like the rotisseries now because of COVID. Mm. Yeah, well, I guess what we say, what you're saying, they don't have just, you know, I guess, shrink wrap bags of heart, liver. Yes. Why can't you just buy a thing that the ingredient is that thing? Yeah. On its Everything own. has been made. With something else, putting something else with it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look, this is really... And that, that was actually Bill Saladino's point when he went in and said, look, took corn chips and said, look, that's cooked in, it's all seed oils and stuff mm. like that, because that's his, that's his tip. But but most of the things that in, on their own would be okay are then cooked in something that isn't. So you're right, it's that. When you, and you've been looking at ingredients a lot recently. Yeah. Haven't you? And you put it on your Instagram the other week. Yeah. About this is meant to be the, you know, the meat-free alternative. It's yeah. just full of, you know, shit and all sorts. Yeah. Fat and, well, three, four, four kinds of fat or yeah. something. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I know you can go in one or two specialist places like Pret does like two eggs in a little pot. Uh, yeah, in a plastic pot. Yeah, then yeah. you're into that. Plastic thing. Or yeah. <laughs> two, <laughs> two eggs. <laughs> but it got to the point and I was thinking, because there were some other guys from the gym had come in and one or two were buying steak and that. And you're thinking... Is there not a market for just buying eggs in whatever form? It could be an egg in the form of um, like a cold, like a frittata or an omelette or something like that. Mm. I would buy an omelette, even a cold omelette. I would I'd buy an omelette. Yeah. Buying things. Can you not do those? Don't they do those in packs? Couldn't see any. Oh, right. So that was the, the point I was making was that nearly every single food there was either convenience food or processed yeah. food or... You so, couldn't just pick it up and eat it. So that I guess your meat in a making. packet, yeah, your meat in a packet is classed as processed, right? Because I guess it does is there's that kind of that sliced ham, beef and stuff in a packet, basically all mushed together into yes. something and then sliced, yeah. rather than it's just literally not sliced off the back end of a cow, is yeah. it? Well, this is the thing. I don't think it is. No, it isn't. But when, I you, think look, it's a when you look at bacon, you go. I, I always sort of had this idea that they were sort of carving the side of a pig and it just came off as bacon if they did it. And it can't, can it? It can't come off in that perfect I don't know. Form. It just shows we don't know. 
Why don't we know these things? But I'm sure bacon is. I think it is. Whatever goes in to be sliced isn't just like a pig. It's like a. It's. No, I think that it's is. gone through a process before it's sliced, hasn't it? I don't know. I don't think bacon has. I think if it's in no? a packet. No, I think it is off the joint of a. Okay. I think. God, I don't know. God, no. I feel really, I feel really ignorant. But I think the majority of ham and things, the majority of chicken thing now is reformed. So mm. McDonald's but or nuggets will go a hundred percent breast. Don't you but... knock nuggets? Don't you knock the chicken nugget? God, I love a chicken nugget. <laughs> I really love a chicken nugget. Mm. Don't say chicken nugget because I'm gonna have to go and buy. I'm gonna have to stop the pod and go and get. There's some do foods. You do dippers as well. <laughs> yeah. Dinosaur shapes. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> no, chicken dippers. No, it's, it's one of those foods that if someone mentions it, that's it. I, I have to eat it, otherwise Salivating. I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where were we? I th- but I think that's a really good point. Uh, incredibly uneducated when it comes to, f- comes to the food yeah. that we eat. We don't even know where bacon comes from. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've established it's from a pig, right? Yeah. Which is a great start. But, but um, I think the point anyway, I was... To your, your how come, that's not your how come. We're kind of doing And there's probably people it. listening and going, well, there was a fruit and veg... You could have picked anything up there and eaten it, but not many things from the veg. I could from the fruit, which was the argument before, wasn't it? That veg doesn't want to be eaten and fruit does. That almost proves that point. We are skirting on your how come here. A couple of them, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And so going back to the... Um, point? Going back to the point <laughs> of the beef, as I sat there outside my tent, I... <laughs> what oh. a sorry state that must have been, oh, no. you eating sliced beef from a packet outside, no, your, outside no. your Woolworths tent. This is right. this, this is the sad bit. This is the sorry bit. <laughs> I, oh, I'm a, such a sad fuck. Seriously. I sort of roll the beef up in the... What, to make a cigar? A, a sort of Cuban cigar. Imagine the sort what, of... One slice at a time? Yeah. Right. And Once for, sit there like, like fucking Michael Jordan smoking a like, Cuban. Or like matchmakers from the 80s. <laughs> or just or eat them like Scooby-Doo. Like, yeah. Is that what you do? Or put them between my forefinger and my middle finger. <laughs> and just smoke beef. But uh, yeah, I do. But also, how could you just admitted that? You can't eat it in pancake style. You're not going to fold it into a square. Well, there's, a, there's lots of different ways you could eat no, there's it. There's one like, way. It's like a Cuban cigar. Well, you could just hold it around like this, right by your face and just push your finger in and just kind of, you know, so it all just slides off your nose. I saw somebody I do mean, that there's... with them. Um, I had <laughs> I had a duck the other day, a whole duck. Yeah. That was hard Hold going. Off, no, come on, let's clarify. Do you have two halves of a duck? I had two halves of a duck. I still yeah. don't think that's a whole duck. <laughs> I'm not convinced. It's, it's, I guess they were it's a bit... two halves of two different <laughs> I couldn't it's not tell. A whole duck. So but what it... was missing? Like his neck, I guess. <laughs> the other half to, for it to be a whole duck. Two halves make a whole. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a whole duck. It's two ducks, but two halves of ducks. You didn't have a whole duck. It was two different ducks. Okay. And half of two different ducks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I find funny. So it tickles me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. That's how sad I am. I find that funny. Hmm. That, that duck was nice. Actually. I just put you off, haven't I? Yeah, I'm trying to you work out where you were going with that. I was I talking about you... putting it in my mouth. Oh yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Thank you. You're so welcome. when I bought it, it it said serves four. Well, it didn't obviously because I could eat it. So that that was a lie. Yeah. But it it was um uh for duck pancakes. So it had twenty pancakes oh, in, it came and the host in sauce. Mm-hmm. And I saw some. Oh, I got something else to show. Just from I'm gonna, something that will absolutely 
freak you out. But just wait, just put that on hold. So what is it? TikTok video. TikTok video. Right. Okay. So because I'd had duck, I go onto TikTok and the first video is a woman eating duck pancakes. It's like spooky. Well, the one I'm going to show you is going to be earth shattering. TikTok right. now is taking over the whole Is this whole someone world. talking about how two halves does make, don't make a duck? <laughs> Doth not make a duck, it don't. So what this <laughs> woman did proverb. was say this is the best way to make duck pancakes. So she put the pancake in her mouth exactly as you described. Oh, and, well, then and then put the duck in. Chucked some sauce on, put the duck oh, and then pushed it into her mouth. Legend. So, so the, the pancake went straight in. I like, like her. I like her a lot. So obviously I threw the pancakes away and just ate the duck. Of course you did. She's so, an athlete. Yeah. So TikTok is getting out of control. So yeah, I, we haven't talked about how come. We're never, are we ever going to get to this? Oh, the how come was was. I bookmarked that one, so don't worry. It's safe. The the men, the one I mentioned to you, and I've mentioned this Which to was, two was or three people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But so I was able to eat the beef straight out of the packet in the Cuban cigar style. Well yeah. I thought if I'd bought lettuce, quite often it says wash before eating. Yeah. And I'm going. I've just eaten a bit of a cow. Mm. It was fine for me to eat with my grubby hands outside my tent, and there yeah. was no health scare on I'm that. I'm sure it had its ass wiped and it was shaved beforehand. Yeah, but even still, but, but lettuce somehow has to be washed. And the two or three people mm. that I've said to this have come up with very similar answers. One of the answers is, well, lettuce is grown in a field. Cows are grown in fields, so that's the same thing. Mm, yeah, you like to think. Lettuce don't shit, so that's another thing. Mm. But also, it's like what it's if, just been if pulled we, out of the ground and put in a box, at the, in a bag. Yeah, but I'm sure, there's what, other things. What happens right, to but... it when it's in a bag is that they, you have some susceptibility to, not to the bugs as in mm. living things, but well, just water, moisture, everything water being stacked moisture. on top of each other, and yeah, I imagine. But you're meant to wash it because I don't know. It isn't salmonella, but it's some. It's some. Yeah, I guess we're comparing this with a cow. And the yeah. cow has been put in. You're just saying a cow is dirty to start with. Well, I'm just saying, of of, if you said to the average person in the street, which do you think is the biggest risk to eat yeah. with your hands? For, for a high, your for hygiene yeah. point of view. Slices yeah. of beef or lettuce. You've actually got okay. to wash the lettuce before you can eat it. Yeah. You don't... So what are they worried about? Because I kind of said, when you were talking about it on Tuesday, I was like, well, what's their worry? Are they covering their asses? Has someone, you know, died from a pesticide something or... A, no, bu- a bug, used to, that, a bug I, that's crawled in there and, you know, kill a spider or something I like that. I used to work with a salad producer. He had to put... He didn't wash. He was doing aquaponics, so a lot of the stuff yeah. wasn't grown in the ground. Or if it was grown on the ground, it wasn't, like, covered in crap sort of thing. It was just sliced yeah. so that the leaves weren't outside. They were all inside. Yeah. But he had to put a sticker on his, because he sold to a lot of restaurants in Bristol, saying, this must be washed before consuming. And it just made me think... So what actually happens to a lettuce inside a plastic bag compared to a cow inside a plastic bag? Yeah, yeah. The cow doesn't start breeding. Why are you not washing your meat, so yeah. to speak? Yeah. <laughs> to coin a phrase. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just, I just thought that was a, an interesting, especially because I'm on this sort of tip of vegetables being Evil. demon killers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just... It just okay, TikTok video. So my social media use is spot on at the moment. Like I'm, what do you want, do you I'm want in control. Pat on the back. What do you what do you want? Do you want some math for me? Well done, you. <laughs> what what for what what does that mean? What was it spot on? Not not any some managing it. Controlled. Not winding you up. Okay. Controlled. So I use Twitter for small bits of politics, like the Michael Gove interview and one or two other things. And Biden fucking getting forty billion pounds of aid 
40 billion dollars of what you... aid to ukraine 40 billion that is a lot last week i was saying on this very podcast yes they've given 4 billion that's a lot of money they've just voted through 40 billion that's a lot of what was that I think I was probably to pay for fucking U2 to go out there again. Or probably, maybe Have not they gone out there? Yeah, he's gone out there. He sang oh, with Bono? Them. Yeah. Oh, he's going to make things worse, isn't he? Yeah, they're going to do the Ukraine Eurovision entry. <laughs> yeah, if you're talking about betting <laughs> tips, I would put a few bob on that. I reckon <laughs> they might win that. <laughs> they say we're... You are jo- which bit, is that, are you joking? They're not... What? No, they were... You are joking, U2 right? went out there. Okay, not, you're joking about the Eurovision? Yeah. Right, okay. But fine. I'm not joking that they'll win. Right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's... Oh, yeah, so it means not you yeah. too. <laughs> no, you too. <laughs> the Ukrainian entry. Yeah. Yeah, nailed on. Of course it is. I'm using Twitter for, well, actually quite a lot of football because the weekend was so brilliant. I've been following one or two of the Rovers players. Or the riots that, that you've caused. <laughs> Just see if you can see yourself on Twitter punching someone in the head, right? <laughs> so Twitter for politics. You didn't talk about the racist. Do you want to talk about the racist? Or no, is that too much? I, no, I don't mind talking about it. No, it's, it's, there's really nothing to say. Is that, is that a good how come thing or not? As an yeah, example, that does fit as a how come. Oh, yes, that's a very good how come. Shall I launch into it now and then well, come no, back to that, the no, TikTok? No, I think do your TikTok video and we'll come back to okay. that. Okay, so Twitter for politics and for football, Instagram for nutrition and diet. I'm really, I, I'm, hmm. the people I'm listening to, I'm really interested in their thoughts and some. I'm picking up some really, and I'm not just going, I'll follow everyone who agrees with me. Um, coming up with some really good nutritional information and advice and thoughts and so I'm really enjoying that finding that very positive and I just allow myself the slightest look on TikTok to keep my conspiracy theories going Mm, mm. I will play the first TikTok that came up today it's a very very short clip okay my name is Amelia I have an extremely rare genetic disorder this condition is so rare now is that is that it or is that a tease? What? So, I'll I'll come back to that. Okay. And I'll show you the pictures. The pictures are so random as to be incomprehensible. It's not really worth describing to the listener. Okay. That there are only four hundred known cases of it in the whole. It's a cake. World. And I'm one of them. I'm sure you will be shocked when you find out what it is. Someone making you might a cake. Not even believe it. First, I want to tell you about something that happened to me when I was sick. So the opening line of that is, hello, I'm Amelia. Yeah. I have a rare genetic disease. Yeah. So my daughter is Amelia. Yeah. And she has a rare genetic disease. Right. You could be talking about AI here. What I'm talking String, about. You know, putting those, putting names yeah. and things together. But the video I started to show you is a split screen. Yeah. And someone is making a Victoria sponge underneath. Yeah. And the rest of the video, they make a sponge, they then cover it in red fondant, put pine nuts in it to make it into a giant strawberry. Right. The top part of the split screen is this... It's like a diagram, like an infographic. Yeah, and it then becomes an animation with this girl, Amelia, who is six years old with a rare genetic disease, with her family attacking a snake in a wood. It's hard to understand any of that. It doesn't make sense on any level. It's got 180,000 views or likes i'm not sure which right, 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 right. but the opening line that was the first video came in 
Now, you can yeah, go... Yeah, you, it's got your attention, hasn't but it? But it's my daughter's name. Yeah. She has a rare genetic disease that I have obviously mentioned or it, she's mentioned. It smacks or... a bot now you've said that because none of it... There's there's three different things that have come together. Yeah, and the pictures have no relevance to anything. No. And there's they, probably, they don't have to. There's probably 50 versions of all of those images, yes, videos. with different names. And then and... All, the, all the names, because as I said, it's all kind of AI yeah. been strung together, isn't it? And the interesting thing about... But what's it achieved? I mean, we're talking about it now, but we're, yeah, we're talking but only it, in the context of what the fuck was that. They never say, I watched the whole thing, it never says what the genetic disorder is. No. And it says there's only 400 in the world. Now, the interesting thing is when I discovered the genetic mutation that I've handed down to two of my daughters, the um, genetics department in Bristol actually went to a conference in Europe to try and find someone, because at the moment it just has a number. Do you know what it I mean? doesn't it's have not, a name or anything. No. Right, okay. So it's basically, it's sort of... The three of us, to a degree, it's D32 or something. Is that unique to you three, or is it, is it so well, no, rare? Or We found one. So what happened was, long story short, we found one other person that had something very, very similar, and it was um, a young woman, uh, I think she was around Manchester Way, who was a few years older than Amelia. Mm. And when all the, 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 the hospital types started talking to each other, this guy in London was treating this woman it's called an elastin gene mutation. So although our number might have been slightly different, this woman was. Okay. And this is where I think life, not saying life is mapped out, but certain things just come together. Mm. So the powers that be suddenly said, well, this guy in London, he's a top professor. He's been dealing with this person who's got elastin gene mutation. Amelia had elastin gene mutation, was a similar age, just a little bit younger. Right. And so they said, well, it makes sense for him to look after the pair of you. Yeah. So we used to go up to London regularly for right. Amelia to be checked out mm. uh, by this doctor. And he put her in touch with this other girl and said it might be nice to have a bit of peer support because right. we were just finding yeah. out what the mutation meant. I think uh, Amelia might correct me, but I think she'd been contacting her on Facebook and just exchanging a few things. And this woman said, oh, it's a, you know, I've been coping all right and I'm on these drugs and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and I might have got this bit wrong, but one day Amelia went to the Facebook page to type something in and it had been made into a memorial page for this girl. Oh, Jesus this girl had Christ. died. And I, again, I'm really, I think I've put a bit of this out of my head, but anyway, mm. Amelia or the professor or whoever, we found out what had happened. Right. And basically the young woman had gone to the pub with her mates, um, had a brain aneurysm, it burst. And she died in the pub. I think she's about 21. Sure. So, of course, the professor, I think they might have known she had a brain aneurysm. I'm not positive on that. The professor then goes, we need to do something about this. So we took Amelia to um, a specialist in Bristol who said, like, you need a MRI scan mm. on your brain. Mm. And they discovered a tiny, tiny, like one millimeter brain aneurysm. Right. And it was about six months later, I think, Amelia might have had another appointment or something, and I think I was at the appointment, or something happened, and we were saying about mutation, and someone in the room went, have you had an MRI? And I went, no. And they went, it's the same mutation. Yeah. So I had an MRI, that's when they discovered my aneurysm. Right. And then 12 months later, I had brain surgery because it had grown and grown. Now, if that those events hadn't taken place, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if that poor woman hadn't died and then hadn't been connected to Amelia and that person <laughs> yeah. hadn't been in the room, yeah. then I probably would have been in the same situation. You think that's just a series of events. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even know where all this starts. No, but, no. It's, um... Oh, yeah. So 
it was when they went to Europe, they, they tried to find people with the same mutation and they couldn't. So right. when this person said there's only 400 in the world, I don't know how many people are in the world. Right. We, we, don't, we only knew this girl. Mm -hmm. That's the only person right. we knew yeah. that had, had the exact same mutation. But for, for that to come out, as you say, to have two videos with it that are totally meaningless. I'm watching this video and all this girl Amelia does is like strangle a snake in the wood. Yeah. And then they make this it's strawberry sponge what? underneath. It's like all the AIs come together yeah. and go and target him because he's got a daughter and she's got a genetic. And then it doesn't matter what you chuck in. Yeah. Our work here is done sort of thing. Yeah. You start but that to really was quite shivering. There's a load of that kind of stuff where you look at and you go, I don't get it. I don't. Mm. Some, sometimes it is a bot or it's just text and it's a visual with, mm. with you know, with like um, subtitles of, of a voiceover or something. Yeah. And it's just, it's complete. It's so random, but you're being served it for a reason. Yes, yes. It's probably, you know, it might have a motorbike and it's got a road in it. Or, you know, you're kind yeah. of, okay, I can, I kind of, it's tenuous, but I can understand why I'm seeing it. But the actual content makes no sense. No message, no. not selling anything. We've, we've seen the same click and I, clip and I can't remember what pod it was. It was, a, again, someone on Instagram talking about what TikTok is like in China. Mm. It's very different. To, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's celebrating the mm. best of Chinese mm. engineering, mm. medicine, art, yeah. culture, yeah. isn't it? And limited on what times you can go on if you're a child. And... Yeah, and here it is just the most inane shit you could think it's of. It's the undermining of Western civilization. Yeah. but the interesting thing that and came... that that is, that is literally that, isn't it? It's so it, it serves it, no it's, purpose it's other to go. So we're watching you. That's yeah. basically all it says. But it's and... rotting us, isn't it? We're 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 getting confused by it. Yes, and we're getting mixed messages we're getting hooked on stuff that doesn't isn't meaningful yes yeah it's and proper it's proper dumbing down isn't it and i was it? trying to think has this been getting our attention i haven't talked about amelia i haven't been to hospital she hasn't been to hospital and then i thought i've been looking after her flat while she's been away mm. for people that are staying in the flat for airbnb so the old gps has gone yeah he's spending ages in this flat and this yeah. flat belongs to amelia yeah of course and she has got a hospital appointment it, ironically she did have a hospital appointment come by letter so maybe in her house she'd like gone and, to somebody oh i've got a hospital appointment with professor so-and-so and they've gone and now he's there all the time and yeah, we know her name's sure, amelia sure sure so yeah that was quite yeah that is shivery weird. yeah that's a good how come is it like how come how come they get <laughs> you that? can surf that <laughs> yeah because you can go well it's just it isn't coincidence but it's, but it's the, not the name and the you could you could go AI, the, the ai stuff is clever very clever but it's not achieving it in this use. It's not achieving anything. It's like, okay, it's that classic. Just because you can doesn't mean you should have. Mm. It, it serves no purpose. No. It's not even clever, actually. The actual technology is, but, it, but its execution or its reason for being isn't clever. No. It's not serving anyone or anything. It's serving itself. <laughs> yeah. Because it's getting cleverer and cleverer. Unless that's, it's just out there. Because it's listening to me saying this now. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it's learned something for giving you those yeah. those three things. And it'll go, oh, what, somebody else did with brain That's quite aneurysm. scary, isn't it? If, if it's something to do, some psychology behind the cake or behind the infographic about, I don't know, wrestling a snake or whatever it is. Yeah. Maybe that's doing, doing something. And you're going to see another one in two days' time, another combination of images. It's like Darren Brown, isn't it? When he does his stuff and you realise yeah. you've, you've just been seeing stuff all the way to the show. Yeah. You know, you've seen it on a billboard or you've seen it on the side of a taxi. And then, of course, and you, you, kind of, you oh, start reading stuff into it. So I said to behaviour change stuff, isn't it? Yeah. My manipulation. Right? And there's a story that we told back in the day when you tell funny little stories of your kids. We took Amelia to Tunisia when she was one year old and they came doing snakes in the hotel as some sort of entertainment. And it went there and she basically grabbed this snake and like... 
Oh, and, really? Yeah. Or is that is this like a kind of a dream when you kind of wake no, no, up? No, 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 not you have sorry. a dream. I mean, as in your horoscopes or something. You will then go right. What is the relevance of that? So you go back through your entire history, your Rolodex. Go, but what? The, what? Yeah. You, you pick out a story that is close to that, or actually is that. Yeah. And so, she, so she is said, that relevant, or is that well, you trying said, to find a meaning in, yeah, yeah. in something that well, doesn't have a meaning? Exactly. There's, but there's two ways of looking at that. Because I said to her, "Wasn't this in tune?" Like I couldn't quite remember the whole thing. She, yeah, I was only one. I can't remember doing that. But I'm thinking, you could go. What's the point of that cartoon? It doesn't make any sense at all. But it's talking about a named person yeah. with with who had a, that experience who had a disorder who did my other two daughters didn't put their yeah. hands around a snake yeah. and it could have been they got lucky or it could have been yeah i don't know she was away on holiday and she was saying oh i'm in cyprus or wherever yeah. it is now i can remember once in tune is it and you know just a throwaway comment yeah. and could be in training mode which that probably is right and that's and we're just going what the fuck is it and you've clicked on it you've looked at it and it's got right at least you know you, you've looked at it for five seconds you've gone back and looked you probably looked at it about four times and i've sent it to Amelia. <laughs> yeah. so so they've gone we got this one right See, yeah 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 we've we've had we've we've chucked we've chucked that's, a worm that's, that's, in the car maybe that is exactly the reason and the vast has been doesn't actually matter it's yeah. just it's it's resonated yeah talking about you know because we've talked about attention being there and they can then the build on currency. that can't they yeah we've got him on this he's looked at it twice he's talked yeah. about it on his podcast and we this is obviously being listened to and when they're going to send you China that packet of beef you've been biggest. looking for <laughs> oh my god it's just what i've been looking for <laughs> it'll be it'll be little, <laughs> my my heart my yeah my raw heart in a in a pack yeah little, little and out little, little launch <laughs> Beef cigars <laughs> from their Shanghai branch. Yeah. <laughs> Just the ideal for camping trips. <laughs> now, if that happens, yeah, I'm retiring. Only available in Bristol. <laughs> yeah. During summer months, dry summer nights. Yeah. But yeah, and I think it gets to the point where people go, yeah, but you and your theories. But you go, come on. What are you suggesting that someone is sitting there listening to this shouting, oh shit? I don't no, believe what, that for a minute. What I'm suggesting is that it's fine for us to joke about stuff, but it the number it's of serious. theories we've very, discussed very serious. That is that what you're saying? Yeah. Very, very serious. Very serious. What are the how comes you got? What are the things blowing your mind? Um, how come was the um, World Health Organization oh, yeah. treaty? I haven't been able to read the whole thing. Well, there's two things. Is this the one with uh, Bill Gates is up to no good? Yeah. So he's the biggest private funder of the World Health Organization, which is very much like the World Economic Forum in that it's a sort of self-appointed. It doesn't actually have. So my mum sent me that thing that I forwarded on to you. I haven't read it, didn't having done any kind of fact checking of my own. But was it legit? I'm not suggesting my mum's sending me, you know, you know, uh, conspiracy theories. It was about Bill Gates having and and some other guy in the WHO suddenly having kind of surveillance powers or powers to roll out surveillance in the next in, a, in case of another global pandemic yes. and that but I, I didn't read into it. it it just had bill gates and pandemic and i thought oh you love it so i sent it to you yeah um <laughs> let you deal with that one he's <laughs> he wants to create something and i keep wanting to call it scab it's not called scab <laughs> it's a four letter acronym beginning with s that bill gates want to set up basically as a team um scab c <laughs> like fucking wordle on air isn't it um it's something almost vaguely medical but a bit dodgy it's not germ yeah yeah germ that's what, that's what <laughs> i said is, uh, so yeah so germ. germ germ is the global epidemic response and mobilization team yeah 
Someone worked hard on that, didn't they? I still think scab is <laughs> scab. Yeah, much better. Okay. Basically, to to Pracy, he's gone. We've just had a worldwide pandemic. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, him and his team actually discussed what should we do in a worldwide pandemic just before it started, didn't they? A couple of months before they yeah, had a sort of very suspicious, wasn't it? Yeah, what if something broke out from China? <laughs> yeah, well, we we covered that one of the pods, didn't we? The, yeah. the, the, that was from a lot. That was wasn't from that though, was it? This was like a, that was an, an art, uh, like a comic strip from like ten years previous or something. Oh yeah, it? no, but Bill Gates actually had a yeah. They had the a meeting yeah. just to say. So what he's basically said is this is going to happen again. He didn't give the date, but he probably knows it. And <laughs> <laughs> this is going to happen again. So what we need is a, a a crack team that can go right. This is what we're going to do because we need to do it as the world so that we don't all die. And as far as I can understand and say, I haven't read the whole thing, so I might be a bit misguided on this. He's basically gone to all the countries in the world. If I get my crack team together and it happens again, they'll sort everything out because they'll be top scientists and they can. And I think Boris Boris Johnson has just signed up to this to go. Yep. Okay. Count us in. So an unelected. Yes, that's the thing. Organization that is funded primarily by America and then Bill Gates. I think he's the second biggest funder of the whole of the World Health Organization. Yeah. Is going to say if this happens again, leave it to us. Mm. And the World Health Organization were the ones that basically promoted following the Chinese model of lockdowns, which has basically been disproved as a good good way forward. Um, World Health Organization also said not to wear masks at the beginning and then change their minds. So for something that is so good, there's been an awful lot of changing of minds and, you know, what we should and shouldn't do. Yeah. But I think I think every country, near enough, has gone, yeah, fine, we'll, we'll sign over to that. So actually, the ironic part of this is, is that we left the EU so that we didn't have an, a, a, you know, an administrative body making decisions on our behalf yeah, and now we we've make... given it to an individual basically yeah and the only reason you get to that is just by being massively wealthy and powerful yeah it's which, which we've talked about for before so that's the only because when i'm kind of going i'm switching off to everything there's no point what is the point of me getting involved and some people we talked about this before some people mm. will go well if you have that if everyone had that attitude mm. we wouldn't change the world it's like well unless i become bezos rich Musk, yeah. Musk, yeah rich and um, or gates rich because mm. he's not even fucking rich anymore is he compared no. to them pair no well, he's half as rich as he was isn't he <laughs> <laughs> yeah then then the democracy's gone to shit hasn't it mm. yeah it doesn't work no because everyone's just signing it it's like oh so he's got it i can't be asked to look at that he's got it we'll trust him he's made computers yeah. that didn't go wrong he's got largely. a team saves yeah. us doing it and he's been working in africa for years on malaria so we must know his onion yeah. bizarre like how how come do we get to that point? But the BBC interviewed him the other day, and I just saw a short clip of it. I don't know if it was a short interview, but they didn't say much. Bearing in mind, I think he gave to well, it's to a BBC charity, so it isn't strictly yeah. the BBC. But I think he gave fifty five million to help them do research work in Africa, which mm. I didn't know. I don't quite know why that's BBC work. Anyway, that's by the by. Um, so they had this interview, and you could tell the interviewer has gone like seriously. You know, ask him what his favourite colour is yeah. <laughs> and then say he's looking well. well. We'll keep it at that. Yeah. And she obviously had to bring up something about Epstein. And he went, uh, looking back, I realised that I probably made a mistake having a meeting with him, was the way he described it. Yeah. And she said, um, why do you think it was a mistake? And he said, well, 
I did it for the right intentions. What I wanted to do was to meet him because he'd promised me that he had access to people with money that would like to give and donate to my foundation. So he said I was really doing it to try and fundraise for the good work that I'm doing mm. in Africa and other places. And I'm sort of going, you're top three in the world for money. So you decide to have however many meetings mm. with a convicted paedophile mm. because he went, he can get you a few dollars. Yeah, that That's a mistake on every single level. <laughs> like, when did you ever think that yeah, was... So yeah. you weren't asking him to get you money because you're the one with all the money. Yeah, right. It's like, you know, me going to a homeless person and going, mm. you know, I'm looking for a new Merc. Can you... Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Yeah. And Epstein's money has come from basically from bribes from people that were on his island yeah. doing what they did and yeah. paying him to shut up. He yeah. didn't earn his money. Mm. He made money on financial markets, but he was given the money and given the property. Yeah. He didn't have a background of money. Mm. And I'm going, you didn't meet him once for dinner. You, mm. in, you came to one of your biggest fundraising. You actually went on his private jet once. Mm. You were on the log and probably other times when it wasn't. And you're going, he was a paedophile. It's like someone going, yeah, I, I asked Jimmy Savile to help me with my fundraising. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's there on an interview going, yeah, it was a misjudgment. And we're all going, oh, well, as, okay, lo as long yeah, as it's a misjudgment. We'll make, we'll make so he's now in charge of <laughs> yeah. the next pandemic, basically. Yeah. Self-appointed yeah. mayor of Pandemia. <laughs> Very good. Do you want to talk about your how come, your football how come before we finish? Or is it a bit tasty? Oh, the racism. Yeah, it's a bit tasty. It was an, this is my, I might be just pushing, I might be poking bears here. So stop me if you yeah, think No, I, I think, you know, we also discussed when we we're going to bring the pod back. Yeah. We could try and talk about these things. I think you can talk about it and put it out there and go, how come this is a thing? Yeah. Not a right or wrong. Not, it's just a, okay. let's just we'll, have we'll a think about the, the balance. Come, then. Yeah. So my this how... might be a complete train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> let's go for it anyway. Let's finish. Yeah. A, we never made it to 100. <laughs> yeah, right. If we're going to go out. Okay. Yeah. So my, my how come on this is how come there is a pecking order mm. of hatred? Oh, crikey. So this started before the football match when I'd seen something on the news when somebody had been um, attacked and killed and the police spokesman said this was not a hate crime. And I went, in my books, it is. Yeah. It wasn't a love crime. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If someone has done something horrific like that, it yeah, is a hate were, crime. Yeah. What yes. they were saying is that under legislation, there are obviously certain reasons for offences that right. then are recorded as hate crimes. And, ma and, make, and makes it, gives it, well, a pecking order, isn't it? I mean, yes. It's your kind of grading of... <laughs> I mean, a murder is a murder. Yeah, let's, no, but there's there's really bad ones. Well, He's saying there's good ones or less bad ones. I, Do you know what I mean? That, that's why I'm saying how come it needs it needs that yes. extra layer. That's my yes. how come. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's a good but point. we had that how come with COVID. How come that someone wasn't getting treatment for cancer but was, hmm. you know, getting a ventilator for COVID? How come there was that yeah, sort of prioritisation? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I heard this, and I haven't looked into it, but I thought, and I know from past history when I've done obviously been working with with criminals that you can have race hate and you can have mm. i guess crimes um that are done on on because of gender or because yeah. of, of sexuality and yeah. things like that and i guess the hate crime comes under a number yes of, of course 
So when I went to the football on Saturday, I didn't stay in my I didn't stand in my usual bit. I had a seat at the other end and the team that we were playing probably brought about 150 fans down. And they'd already been relegated, so there was a lot of gallows humour. So when we were singing You're Going Down, they sang along with it. There was that sort of like, yeah, we know we're crap. It was Yeah. And it was pretty decent banter and what was happening was that in order for us to get promotion as we had to win the match by a big margin and mm-hmm. hope that another team didn't do very well. Yep. The other team were 3-0 up after, I think, 20 minutes. So the away fans were just listening to their, well, yeah, looking at their phones going. and going like, you're not going anywhere, lads, yeah. not unless you're going to score seven or eight. Mm. And so that's fine. And you give a bit of give and take. And then it just got a little bit, the mood just turned and... They just started, they weren't watching the match or singing. They were just, there was a a row just facing Mm. us on the other side of the netting that were just basically going, just hurling abuse. Yeah. And it was getting quite wearing and I was feeling myself not being regulated. It was like, I almost don't mind proper banter. If there was a thousand of you and a thousand of us and we're trying to out sing or we're trying to be clever. But some of it can be funny and clean. Yes. But yes. just funny, just funny, silly. Yes. Could be uh, quite smart, some of it. But Yeah. And there yeah. was one or two things where they, they picked up on something or, you know, whatever. But it just had quite a strange feel. And they were picking on one or two people in the section I was. And this wasn't like the hooligan section. So it was like, really, these guys are just here to watch football. Yeah. This guy came along, quite a big guy, looked out of his face, a Rovers fan, looked yeah. out of his face and started shouting back at them and it became about eight or ten of them hurling abuse at him Mm. and him telling them to fuck off yeah and then he started singing a song by himself hoping the whole crowd were going to join him but not caring that they didn't you know okay you you know when you go to start a song and no one joins in and you just he went through no he went yeah the whole repertoire (laughs) of every song he knew yeah so they were putting all their angst and vitriol on him yeah so they decided that he was a paedophile so all the songs, all the abuse was, mm. you fucking pedophile, you're this, you do this. And they're songs. Well, they, based were, they were putting up, up, up. them to tunes. They weren't necessarily, <laughs> okay, got it, yeah. they weren't classics. From the song book. Christmas classics, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they were calling him a pedophile a long time. Anyway, he was getting very aggressive. They were getting very aggressive. And then at one stage... They, about three or four of them goes, you're racist, you're racist, you're racist. And they said to the stewards, come and get him, come and get him. And the stewards are going like... You, this is the Rovers fan. This or was the, the Rovers fan. They were saying the Rovers fan had said something right, racist. Right, right. And then they started singing at the stewards going, you're not doing your job, you're not doing your job. Right. And it just went on and on and on. Anyway, the stewards then came in and started talking to him. And he was right. about 10 metres from me. If someone is racist whoever they are and I'm there I will tell them to shut up yeah I would not allow mm. someone next to me even if I was going to get a punch in the head yeah. back yeah because if you don't say anything you're your football club yeah yeah I don't want him to be racist I don't want him yeah. to, to belong in your club yeah so the stewards came in and sort of said to a couple of us like what's going on boys and I went they've been having a load of abuse at him he's been giving a load of abuse back all I know so at the end of the sort of interview they went I think you'd better go, mate. And he went, 
no, this is like a big match. I'm not going. Mm. And because he was a bit leery and a bit, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. went, look, you're causing a bit, so we're going to take you out. Right. So they're all cheering and then going, you're all fucking racist. You're racist. You're racist like that. Right. And then two of them got their phones out and literally stood filming all the Rovers fans for the whole of the rest of the match for over an hour, just stood there videoing us. Oh. I think in the hope that they could video one of us saying something and then go to the police. There's another one. Uh, and I'm okay, going, right, right, right. we were being, if someone does say racist, even if you've been agitated, you should be taken out of the ground. Not denying that. Mm. But this was the how come. Yeah, that, yeah. How come somebody can call a member of the public, an effing paedophile, mm. repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. At the top of their abuse, voice. Yeah. Say they're going to beat him up. Say they're going to see him outside. Yeah. And then when he says something back that wasn't actually heard by any of the authorities, but on the balance of probabilities, he may have said it. Yeah, you didn't hear it, but... Yeah. yeah. So my how come would be, how come he's been taken out for that when that guy there for 15 minutes has been accusing him of doing things to children? Where where is the... No, absolutely right. So that was my how come. It was how come that also, how come we've got to a position... you know, yeah, you're into that. I'm going, as soon as I said it's equally unacceptable, yeah. in my mind, I'm gone, is it? Yeah. I've, I've actually gone, actually, isn't one worse than the other? They're both pretty terrible. Yes. Aren't they? Yes. I'm immediately, my body's kind of recoiling because, well, for the very reason that the stewards came in and carted him off anyway. Yeah. Because um, I, I, my whole sensibility is going, oh my God, oh my God, that's a really awful thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, in this day and age, it's I the worst thing to be. To be. I'd, yeah. You know, <laughs> But I'm thinking my how come we're, we're is, ranking, yeah, we're ranking. And, and you could other. say, if you're taking it, that calling somebody a paedophile is just a, is just a slur and it's an insult. Calling mm. someone black in a derogatory way yeah. is factual in terms that you are picking on their colour, which is yeah. indisputable. Yeah. And I get it, and I'm yeah. not saying no, I don't I, get it, and I'm not. What I'm saying is how come? So what then would happen if he hadn't been racist, and for the next hour? they'd call him a paedophile does it come to a point where he can go to the stewards and go i'm getting quite upset yeah i've got 20 guys now baying to beat me up telling yeah. me what they're going to do to me and calling me like i'm a little bit of in fear of my life i'm here yeah. by myself yeah so that why why is that yeah that's yeah i'm here to watch a football game yeah, <laughs> yeah. and is yeah, there right. sort of a, a common sense committee goes no that's all right you come to football you've yeah, got, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. to expect some banter <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so there was another guy in his 70s who was very, very overweight and had a big white beard. So they started calling him Father Christmas. Yeah. And when that started, it was funny. Yeah. And he laughed. And then they laughed at that. when the other guy got Disgrace. taken out, they then picked on him and then started using the same slur on him. And he was a guy, probably 70, 72. Yeah. And he was upset by it. How was he? And at one stage, he stood up and goes like, just fuck off a lot of you. I'm trying to watch the football. Police walked up. Come on, mate. Enough of that. What? Took him out. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, they said... And they were filming us the whole time. So there was two coppers there with camcorders. Uh, One had seen him stand up. So he's just... Uh, you he know, how long? He went how much abuse like this. Oh, because he, he's inciting riot or violence yeah. or something. He's just telling him to shut up. And I thought, how come they can call him that? <laughs> but when, yeah. when Santa gets on his feet... <laughs> oh, bless him. And they're oh, like carting God. him off. And I'm thinking... If he goes and has a heart attack, or that, you know, the mm. poor guy was, or, or they, they said to him, look, why don't we just move you away from the way supporters? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you're an old bloke. Let's, yeah. you know. And then they took one of their guys out. But the, the how come for me is mm. how come that we make 
judgments and there was other things that happened during the course of after the match and after the celebrations mm. so nobody was arrested for the whole celebration the celebrations were like mad there was like yeah. thousands of people in Gloucester Road there was people doing all sorts the traffic yeah. couldn't get by but yeah. there wasn't a single arrest which was probably very good by the police because it was yeah. good nature yeah but there's a photo that I've got on my phone of the Bristol Rovers centre forward on top of um traffic lights pouring beer over his head and I'm going I've been in that position and the coppers have pulled me down. I didn't so know you like, played for Rovers. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not centre forward. Yeah. Centre forward on a Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. But it was also like, how come, and you could go, well, they've used a bit of judgment, but it's like, it's the context. You can do yeah. that in another context and you've got public order. <laughs> absolutely right. So it's how come yeah. you can do certain things at certain times and yeah, it isn't right. breaking the law mm. um, it's hijinks it's a fantastic it? image I mean this obviously doesn't carry very well on uh, can we use that the image on the um, on, uh, for our uh, can we use the image for the, the pod someone's done the a pod? someone's done a painting of it oh, okay cool yeah, it's we good, can get it? that it's quite yeah. it's actually the player that's our centre forward on top of <laughs> what a legend but it's a good and the actual <laughs> yeah. photograph as well is a okay I'll try and find great. it and put it on the so um, on the thing. so just to kind of wrap up yes and just to kind of on a bit of a lighter so I think I think I think we played that quite well yeah balanced hopefully mm-hmm. so just as a bit of a kind of an upbeat to end on as a how come you want to talk about the result who got the last laugh in all that Mark well because the... some people might not know some people might not give a shit but <laughs> I thought it was pretty incredible. The BBC Sport Department declared it was the greatest promotion in English football mm. ever. It's probably right, right? Yeah. I mean, basically what happened was that we were on equal points with another team and their goal difference was five better than ours. So if both teams won, we needed to win by five more goals than they scored. Yeah. Because you mentioned the other game that was happening. What was the result in that? So the other game at one stage was 3-0. So we then needed eight goals to win. Never going to happen, is it? Never going to happen. We'd scored two at this stage and they scored three. No, no, we hadn't scored two, sorry. But there there was at one stage we needed eight. And then just before halftime in the other match, the other team who were also very low in the division scored. So that took one off the total. So you need need seven? So at halftime we were 2-0 up and they were 3-1 up. So nothing had changed. It was still yeah, five sure. goals. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So we'd only scored two goals in the first half. And then in the second half, their match stayed as it was. Right. I mean, and again, you're never going to... You need to win 7-0, right? Yeah. So we can't, knew when we came out at half-time. Can't you, see it happening myself. No. We haven't won 7 And you're a betting man. Ever. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, in the history? Yeah, of, in the history of the really, club. Really. Yeah. Since right. 1883, we haven't won 7-0. Oh, right. Yeah, never going to happen. Never going to happen. Yeah. And there was a little break. And then suddenly you could just tell. And it was almost not, it almost wasn't nervy. It was, we had 34 shots, which is. Was there a point in the match when you, everyone just got a sense of it's on? At 4-0, the guy next to me said, do you think we could do this? And I said, there's two things that can happen. <laughs> We're discounting. One person to ask if you want a quick answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you the 35 scenarios. I used to be a cookie. We... <laughs> I've got I'll a small you. exercise book here. With my workings. What I, what I was saying was, and this is something I need to say to you, what I was saying to him was, there's three things at play. The other team were not going to score against us. They couldn't get out of their own half. Mm-hmm. So the, two, the things that were happening is, could we score enough goals in the time given? So... A goal every nine minutes is what we had to score. 
because we only scored two at half time. Yeah, most people just go, we need, <laughs> yeah. we need another, <laughs> but, another fight. But, no, no, there's a, there's a point to me saying Right, this. okay. But I said there's two other scenarios. One is for every goal that the other team, Northampton, score, we've mm. got to then match that. Yeah, course, so it yeah. might be six goals in mm, this half. Mm, mm, mm. But I said every goal that Northampton's opposition score means one less for us. And if you remember, and my predictions at the moment are spot on, yes. I said to you, our match will finish considerably later than Northampton's. Do yes. you remember me saying that? Because you said there was going to be something that delayed the game. Yes. That, that's the, what you I said that to you on Tuesday. You did, you, say, you did say that to me. And what happened was what, that did, there was a pitch Someone invasion. forgot their boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a, oh, okay. It wasn't anything caused by... So it, did the game start on time? Everything was on time. There was a pitch invasion... When we, in well, a strategic pitch invasion, just oh, exuberance. But at what point in the game? Seven nil. Oh right, it did happen at seven. Well, yeah, I yeah. guess you would. So what? How long? How long to the end of the game? Four minutes. <laughs> right. I thought you meant there might have been one jury just to delay the. No. So right. our pitch was cleared by the referee. Mm. So even when all the spectators had been taken off, he then took the players off, which seemed a strange. Right. It wasn't sort of they, they were camping out on the pitch. Right. It was like celebrating with some players and then the stewards were ushering them so back. So the seventh goal went in, everyone's gone bananas. We've now got to hang on for four minutes and hope that nothing happens in the other. Yeah. Or, something... or do something to make the game abandoned and not <laughs> and screw the whole thing <laughs> yeah. up for your football club, right? <laughs> well, the way we were attacking, you thought we could probably get eight or nine. Right. So it was almost like, do we want it abandoned? We were on an absolute roll. Yeah, so he yeah. took all the players off, all the substitutes, the managers, everything, for 15 minutes. Oh, my... Oh, right. So by the time they came out... The other games had finished. We knew the result of the other game. So we just knew we had won promotion as long as for four minutes, this other team. So what happened... So the first time in Rovers history, you got a back 10 as well. Sorry? (laughs) Rather than a back four. No, what happened (laughs) is that... I think they... Everyone in goal. It was a drop (laughs) ball. No, they got the ball and did the first attack they'd done in 90 minutes. We had to make a save. They did another attack and we're going, Oh, what have we done? We've forgotten how to play. (laughs) So ironically, instead of it being like, oh, this is great, lads, you know the result. Yeah, we might have screwed this up. And someone went, look, we can make mints. And so we then attacked and their keeper did a really good save and then blah, blah, blah. And then the four minutes was up. But it was funny how people go. The guy goes, how long were they off for? And I said, about 15 minutes. He went, God, there's going to be 19 minutes of extra time. And I went, no, there's four minutes. There was four minutes of the game. Don't tell me how to explain how that works. Yeah, it took me 19 <laughs> minutes. But everyone was going, God, I can't bear this for 19 minutes. But it's a strange, and you go, am I right or are they right? Oh, yeah, when someone's quite, when more than one yeah. person says it, oh, God. When actually, they went off, there was four minutes left <laughs> of the game. Should definitely still be four They've been in the dressing room for 15, <laughs> so there's now 19. No, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone around going, oh, come back. Oh, that's surreal. So, yeah, we'd never, we'd won 7 1 before, but since 1883, we'd no, never won 7 0. Brilliant. So, um, yeah, jubilant scenes. Mm. But the players just basically stayed with the fans on the pitch and then went clubbing with them. This pitcher's, that particular centre forward has been off his face for the last three days in Dubai now. <laughs> the chairman <laughs> sent them all to Dubai as a thank you, which was nice. So, uh, very good. Yeah, good times. Right, we'll end on that then. You, you just slapped it. your thigh in a jubilant manner. Yeah. Well, you are happy. Uh, that's it for this episode. Well, I'm forgetting this far. And thanks for listening to us. Remember that you can follow us on the socials by searching for I'm Finecast. And feel free to drop us an email at I'm Finecast at gmail.com. Right. We'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye.